Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, uh, the best weekly Stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am, as always, Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hey, Alex. Um, yeah, I, I started I started my job this week, and I'm fucking tired. Um, and I have no I have no energy drink with me. I have, um, as I as I said to you before recording, I have this um very flat cream soda, um. I bought it and it was flat, so it, it, you know, fuck my life, of course. Uh, yeah. Um, stardom. Woo. Yeah. Shuri totally. is the wrestler now. I guess. I don't know why, but like, like I was watching her versus Unagi, and I was just like, you know, and I hate to compare wrestlers, but I was like, Shuri really just started reminding me of of Shibata when she like sat crisscrossed. I was like, you know what? Like, it all just came to me. Then I was like, damn, like, there's a lot of, like, just, like, similarities there. And that's why Shuri is, like, a god. Because she's, like, Shibata, you know? Like, I mean, like, that's not that's not taken away from either of them. Because I think both of them are good in their own right. But, uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to drink my, my cream soda. All right, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so Dylan is tired. Um, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice that I am also equally... Um, not there right now, um, but I'm sure talking about the amazing and exciting world of stardom will get us there, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, any the news, uh, I suppose, to get out of the way is that um, stardom announced the lineups for the first two days of the uh, five-star Grand Prix. Uh, as mentioned before, these are taking place at the Yokohama Budokan on uh, the 31st of July and the 1st of August. Um, so on day one, we will have Julia versus Starlight Kid, Mayu Iwatani versus Momo Anabe, Natsupoi versus Kagama, Mina Shirakawa versus Fuki and Death, Utami Hayashishita versus Maika, Tam Nakano versus Unagi Sayaka, Siri versus Sayaka Matani, and then um, an Allies versus Ueda Tai special match with Azumi, Hina, Hanan, and Lady C against Saki Kashima, Konami. Hina and, or not Hina, sorry, R- Rina and Ruaka. Um, so that's a lot. 
Um, as you may know, uh, Fuki and Death is the replacement for Natsuko Tora. That's why she's in there against Mina Shirakawa. But um, yeah, nice lineup for day one. Mayu and Momo straight out of the gate is really cool. Uh, Nats Boy and Kagama, I'm really excited for. Uh, and Utami Mika rematch is uh, never never going to be a bad thing. Siri and Saya Kamatani as well should be pretty interesting. Uh, that like that day one looks really really good to me. Yeah, um, Momo's going to get a win over Mayu, which is pretty big because I'm I'm pretty sure in like the past like five years Mayu has never won a like the first match of the five star. Um, so. Hopefully that continues and Momo actually gets a win over Mayu. It's pretty huge there. Uh, yeah, it, it sounds really good. Um, yeah, I, I can't get it. Like, I don't know why, but when when it, the fact that it's called Allies versus a Waiter Tie just made it sound like a Waiter Tie or like the Axis powers. I'm just like, that's not good. <laughs> like, I know, I know that that's not the exact, like, that's not the normal person's equivalent to Allies versus other, but that just, it, that's just funny. Um, yeah, uh, I noticed Jumbo is not on the first card. I don't know if she's on the second one, but um, that might be because they're trying to wait out time so that she can um, fully recover before she joins the the corral. Yeah, it, uh, she's not on the second show either, which is a good point, actually. Um, I don't know why you would keep her in a GP if she uh, can't actually compete in it, but, you know, I don't question stardom anymore. Um, I imagine I imagine she's gotten it close. So I imagine like a week later she'll probably be there and she'll have to wrestle every single show from that point on, um, which is going to be rough for a recent return from injury. But I imagine that's more so the case than like she's going to be gone for half of it because uh, we were sort of speculating that it's like, oh, well, it's like, you know, two months from now is going to be like a little bit like a couple days into the GP, a week into the GP or so. So I don't know. Like, so I, I assume there's given her the full two months um that was initially designated and she'll be back um you know on the third or fourth card that's fair yeah i suppose if you're gonna book a 21 date gp for uh two blocks of 10 then you might as well use that extra bit of leeway uh to book around injuries or, or dates or stuff like that um i would like to rewind though did you compare a way to tie to the nazis yeah <laughs> yeah not not on purpose not on purpose, but when I heard it, I just I just thought, oh yeah, the analyzer is the axis. Oh no, wait, a tire Nazis. <laughs> like that was that was that was my immediate like brain connection. Um, but yeah. I but but I mean to be fair, let's let's think about it this way. That would mean that um Azumi, Hina, Lady C Please and, stop. and who who else? Stop. Wait, who else is there? Stop. Is it Hanan? That those uh, four would be, yeah. yeah, would be some semblance of um, FDR. Uh, <laughs> I can't even. Winston Churchill, fucking Stalin, <laughs> like. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm sorry. Let's move on. Who's Stalin? Who's Stalin? Uh, <laughs> probably Azumi. I think Azumi's probably Stalin. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't know. Azumi is more of a Winston Churchill to me. Very passive that's kind of kind of guy. Yeah, he, yeah. That was his whole true. thing, wasn't it? He just like said yeah. things, and people were like, "Yeah, cool, all right, we're winning," because he said they did. And I feel like Azumi could convince you of that too. Uh, Lady C is probably Stalin. She intimidates me, and so does he. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, who's who's the... 
I can't say that. See, like we're we're walking into very <laughs> treacherous waters here. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess I guess Hina and Hannon are both um, FDR uh, because uh, you know. I don't know. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, on t uh, the 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 next day of <laughs> the second day of the five star Grand Prix, <laughs> and the lineup for that is uh, Mayu Tani and Julia again. Uh, going at it, uh, Momwatanabe versus Natsupoi, which should be a good match. Uh, Saki Kashima versus Starlight Kid in an all away to tie clash. Uh, Utai Mihai Shishida versus Saya Kamatani in a hotly anticipated rematch. Siri versus Mika in what should be an interesting match. Uh, Tam Nakano versus Konami. Azumi versus Unagi Sayaka. There's a three way tag uh, featuring Stars, away to tie, and the team of Minishirakawa and Lady C. Um. Huh. Think... I did not get as much from night two as night one, but that's yeah, sort of expected. Yeah, day one is more stack, but um, I think night two has the big matches, though. I mean, Mayu and Julia is, is a pretty big match. Um, Utami and uh, Saya in a rematch is a pretty big yeah. match. Um, but yeah, there's a lot there that's kind of... It might be a fun match, but it's not like a big match. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Um... I think Utami Saya, I'm really excited to see again. Um, mm -hmm. Mayu and Julia, like I always say, are usually, like, I don't really get much from them as a pairing, but you never know. They're both really good, so they could definitely shock me. Indeed. Um, that's enough about the um, GP. We'll have to talk a lot more about that uh, as it comes. But um, for now, we're just straight into the action. Um, so we have two shows to review. Uh, the first was on the 10th of July. This is in the Edeon Osaka Arena number two. Uh, they drew a very respectable 331 fans, which is a pretty good number. Um, in the opener, Azumi beat Mina Shirakawa and Saki Kashima in a three-way. Uh, you watched this. I didn't. Uh, you said it was very fun. Uh, would you like to elaborate? Yeah. Um, I actually really enjoyed this match. And as somebody who has been noted as not the biggest the biggest fan of Mina and Saki. That's actually saying something. I thought this was one of the better three of the matches I've seen recently. Um, the pre-match, first of all, was really fucking funny because Azumi was basically just like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm the god of three ways, so uh, I'm going to try to beat them both. I'm going to pin them at the same time. That's my plan. Um, and then Mina says, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm facing a sushi chef and a zombie. Um, so... I am going to keep my eyes open at all times. I will not blink at all during this match so I do not get rolled up. She says this while blinking. So so her eyes are real big. Like she's like, I won't blink. Like, you know, like like real big eyes, like I won't blink. Like, see, I'm not blinking. And then she starts blinking. And I was like, you're kind of defeating the whatever. It was a good pre-match. It was really funny. Um and then yeah, the the match itself was really good. Um I don't know if it was just because it was in comparison to Mina, but Azumi felt like she was fucking moving at like a million miles per hour. She was like, she's gotten faster by every fucking week. It feels like she, she was running circles around them. Um, overall, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good combinations. Um, Azumi won, which is always a good thing. Overall, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did, but I did. And um, if you guys want to see a fun match, that's only like six minutes, I think. I don't really remember the time. Uh, this is a great one because, um, you know, good stuff. Yeah, and actually, you mentioned there, uh, Azumi. Um, I watched the Cosmic Angels on Queen's Quest Stars so Stardom title the other day. The day. Yeah. And Azumi wrestled out of her skin in that match. She has been on a, yeah. an incredibly good run. 
uh, recently. Um, she was really the high point of that match, and I really, really enjoyed that match. But I mean, Azumi just stood head and above everybody else in that one. Azumi's been killing it lately. Um, I know Scott mentioned it on Twitter that it's like, can she stop losing in the white suit, please? Um, but yeah, she's she's been killing it. I I hope that the five star um gets her at least middle of the road, um, middle of the block, if not a little bit higher. She probably won't because she has a pretty heavy competition this year, but I hope that she, you know, finishes pretty solidly um, and has a good showing. That's fair. Um, but that's enough about Azumi. Uh, on to the next match. Uh, Konami and Tam Nakano wrestled to a 15-minute draw. Um, we were both hesitant about this one last week when we were previewing it, but... Um, Honestly, they had much better chemistry than I was expecting. Like, I didn't think this was an amazing match or anything, but I thought it was pretty fun. And they showed glimpses of a potentially great match. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I I knew they used to have good chemistry. Like, I remember one of the first matches I saw was them in the five-star a few years ago, and that was a good match. Um, But obviously that was two years ago, um, if not three years ago now. Yeah, Jesus. so I sort of figured that it's like, oh, well, they haven't really worked lately, and I'm not as high on either of them as I used to be a few years ago, so maybe it won't be as good. I thought it was a really solid match. Um, I felt like Tam really brought her A her game, but she wasn't like the, you know, big match Tam, so it was a very different match than what we've been seeing from Tam for like the past year or so, um, so I appreciated that. Konami... Um, there were some way to touch Nagans, but it was kept to a minimum. She pretty much just kicked the shit out of her and sent her to joint hell. It was a, a really good match. Um, again, want to point out the pre-match promo um, where Tam basically says that Saya went all dynamite kid on her and she has not been able to eat so- solid foods since then. And that's that's just, I don't know, again, relating things, correlations, is I immediately thought, damn, so Saya really, really dynamite kid on on mick foley um with tam that's that's pretty crazy that's pretty crazy um and yeah i appreciate that okay that's a very interesting reference now for tom nagano to make uh this is dynamite kid oh yeah she she 100 i I made i made the dynamite kid reference no if she if she said if she said saya went all dynamite kid on me that would be the funniest shit i've ever heard um i'm not gonna lie but she did not unfortunately i wish she did but she didn't um right you know Okay, yeah, you got my hopes up there. I thought I thought Tom had legit just been like referencing Dynamite Kid in a promo. Dude, and I was like, what? On earth? Imagine if imagine if that just happened in Stardom. If like if Unagi went, you know, Shuri's kind of like a like Shuri's kind of like Katsuyori Shabbat. I don't know if you guys knew about that. Just randomly, or just just like you know, Lady C kind of reminds me of Kane. Out does anybody 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 else? No, okay, like that would just be fucking hilarious if just randomly it's like you know. You kind of remind me of The Rock. It's like, what does that have to do with anything? I don't. Okay, I don't know. That 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 would just be funny. Um, just in Joshi wrestling to just be like, you know what? You kind of remind me of of fucking Doctor Death. Yeah, you you got Doctor Death vibes. Like if somebody said that to Saeeda, that would just be fucking funny. Like I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm. I don't know. Really, uh, run away with that one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Doctor Death Saeeda. That's that's a new thing. Yeah, I wasn't sure where you pulled Doctor Death from, um, but I mean, I I'm, I'm not I'm not against it. I had to I had to find a more like like you know niche name than The Rock, so I was like, uh, Doctor Death. Yeah, so that that's where I came from. Could have said Ishii, right? Like Ishii is a bit more niche than The Rock. <laughs> but people have said that before. That's that's the thing. Is that is that like Rossi said? Oh yeah, she's like Ishii, guys. Come on, like her. I was like, yeah, I I agree. Yeah, that's cool. Um, 
but like if somebody just said, you know what, you remind me of Ken Kennedy, like that would just be like just so weird. Just like <laughs> some like if if fucking Momo went up to Julia and it's like, you know what, you remind me of Ken Kennedy. I hate Ken Kennedy, and it's like, why the okay, like who? I haven't heard Ken Kennedy in fucking you know five years. Do? You know what they should do? They should be like, you know what? You remind me of Mr. Anderson. Why? Because he was an asshole. Oh, that's a good, yeah. that's a good one. That's a good one. TNI reference See, there. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I caught that one. Like, that would be Or fucking, you know what? You remind me of Shark Boy. <laughs> it's like, what <laughs> What do you... Okay? Like, what does that have to... Like, Like I want, I want there to be a wrestler in Joshi Wrestling and just, like, randomly, like, name drop people. Like American wrestlers for no reason that like only half the people like half the Japanese crowd knows about. It's like you know what, you remind me of AJ Gray. I don't know. It's like what? Like why? I don't know. That that'll just be fine to me. I'm just popping myself at this point. I don't know why. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, we don't want to talk about this stuff. <laughs> so. I mean, it's, no, the the show was good. That's the thing is that it's like usually there are bad shows we're trying to avoid. I enjoyed everything I watched, like on this show. I'm just, I'm just off of fucking. I don't know. I don't even know what's happening. It's fair. Um, I suppose we should get back on track. Uh, the next match was Probably. the uh, the Magama, not Magama, uh, MK Sisters, but also not MK Sisters tag team of Kagama and Mayu Ubatani. Uh, against Rocka and Starlight Kid, uh, the Stars team won by disqualification when Rocka once again decided she didn't want to take a win and just choked a bitch out because that is the best gimmick going. Um, the match itself, I, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, I think Kagama and Rocka were really, really good together. Um, as I said on Twitter, I am absolutely um, in shambles over the fact that they are in different GP blocks, but maybe they're setting up Kagama as, versus Rocka as the final of the GP. Be a ballsy uh, yes. move, but I would be here for it. It would be the first uh, women's six-star match of all time, and I think that would be silly not to do it. But um, yeah, they were good together here. Uh, Mayu and Kid had some interesting uh, interactions in this one, and overall, I enjoyed the uh, the tag match. But obviously, what came after was the important part. Araka uh, yes. to hit Mayu Itani with her blue box that is more like a suitcase, and Starlight Kid like grabbed her and stopped her. And then Mayu like reached out and grabs kid hand, and uh, kind of had a moment before Rocka broke the contact and shepherded kid away. So kid is a bit hesitant once again over being in a way to tie, or maybe it's just that she doesn't want to hurt Mayu. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I I don't. I, I yeah, I think it's I think it's more like a like a. Mayu thing than it is in a way to tie thing. She seems like she's fucking vibing in a way to tie. Like, yeah. quite quite frankly, she just, like, loves it there. But I think she's... I think the big thing is going to be her, like, you know, finally attacking Mayu or something. Like, full, full on, like, being a dick and just, like, beating her up with a weapon. Um, I think that's probably the big, uh, you know, climax to this little mini story within this bigger uh arc of starlight kid leaving stars i imagine um when the one-on-five match happens that's still what i'm thinking is that starlight kid costs mayu the match beats the shit out of her with the fucking pipe or something um and then goes with a way to tie indefinitely uh, which kind of sucks but it's also like kind of has to happen um i don't know you are a lot more gung-ho on the uh on stars or on starlight kid and a way to tie i enjoy it but at the same time i'm like i don't know 
I don't know how long I'm going to enjoy it for. You know what I mean? Like if they if they pull us out for like a year, I'll probably get sick of it soon enough. Um but I don't want them to like just like pull out like, you know, next week because that would be kind of shitty. So I don't know how I feel about it right now. Um I know you're a bit more like just overall net positive about it, but I'm I'm kind of like in between, I guess. I mean to me she looks like a star. She presents herself like a star. Like she, she needed this change up, um, this shake up, and um, you know, I feel like if she went back to stars now, it would almost regress her in some ways, unless she kept some of the gear and maybe the music or something. I don't know how that would work if she was in stars, but like her presentation as a whole just went from, okay, yeah, like she'll, she's you know Maya's protege, she'll be a big deal one day too. Oh, she is now a big deal. So you know, I don't think it's like this amazing thing that they couldn't walk back but you know i i i think she needed this away to tie switch more than i think any of us really knew yeah i think that's fair i don't know i'm 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 a bit i'm i'm definitely still on the edge i, I just need more the music is is a fucking banger like that that's there's mm-hmm. no doubt about that the music's a fucking banger i don't i like Part of me is like, I don't want her to go back solely because I don't want that music to go to waste because it's good ass fucking music. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't see the the like star, not the star potential, but like I don't see the like I saw the shift as like a oh yeah she looks like cooler now, but not much more than that I guess. Um, and I think like you said, she. Maybe it would regress her if she went exactly back to the way she was two months ago. But I think, I don't know. I I just hate that they're doing this match so quickly. Like I wish they saved it for like mm-hmm. after the GP. You know what I mean? Like I think I think that's pretty much it. Cause like even just like three months instead of you know three weeks, I would feel like oh okay well you know that would be a better gauge of oh well she theoretically could go back and it wouldn't be like a completely wasted couple weeks it would be a good three months of just her being um a villain and i think that would be perfect i feel like them throwing it out right now is kind of like eh i don't know i I talked about this last week i I don't like the timing of it i think that's fair and you'll get to talk about that a bit more later because we do have to preview that match Uh, yes um for now though we continue the review um I don't think either of us watched this match but the queen's quest team of mom watanabe sai kamatani and utani the Donna Del Mondo team of Julia, Micah, and Lady C. And um, what was this like? Um, it was it was good. Um, I like skipped like a minute in the middle, and I think I missed everything. Um, because like on Twitter, I saw that Julia apparently kicked the shit out of out of Micah on accident. I did not see that whatsoever. Um, so I don't I don't know like when that happened. But um, overall, this was a good match. Um, Julia gave everybody sunglasses. Not everybody. Um. She gave Micah and Lady C sunglasses, and they looked they looked really cool. Um, Micah continues to try to shake Momo's hand; it does not work. Um, and then Queen's Quest pretty much just beat the shit out of Lady C the entire match, um, which was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and also, Lady C hit like twelve big boots, which was also really great. So yeah, it was it was a good one. Like I, I don't think there's anything to complain about here. Um, Saya pinned Lady C with the Star Crusher, and that's pretty much it. Um, I think after the match, Micah offered um momo the the jersey and momo like mm-hmm. start beating the shit out of her with it um which is great 
amazing. Momo getting like direction is is the best thing to happen recently because she was just floating around in limbo there for a while, but now she's like, no, I I will destroy DDM. I hate them all, and it, it's you know great. what, I I love it because like the way I see it is that like Momo. Not that Momo liked having no direction, but it sort of feels like she's like, please just leave me alone. Like that that's always her storyline. Unless she's chasing a championship, she's just she's like, please just leave me the fuck alone. I'm tired. I don't want to do this. I don't want to deal with you. Okay. Like don't try to shake my hand. I don't fucking like you. I don't don't try to give me your jersey. I don't like you. Just leave me the fuck alone. Please. Stop it. And I feel like that's all of her stories, and they're so good because she's perfect in that role. She's like, I just wanna eat food, sleep, and kick people. Like, don't make me like don't don't make me fucking try to like don't do that. Shut up. Stop. Leave me alone. And that's that's exactly what I want out of a wrestler. It's fair, yeah. She she is very relatable. Um Exactly. Exactly. On to the main event now. Uh the SWA Undisputed World Women's Championship was on the line. Uh, Siri defended her belt against Unagi Sayaka. Uh, she knocked Sayaka out with the uh, punt kick to the face after 19 minutes and 5 seconds. Um, I went into this match with a low bar, not really expecting much, but I should stop doubting Siri. Siri is on some shit these days, as we've said a few times, and she really carried things here uh, to a pretty good match. I think this is probably Unagi's best singles match that I've seen. Um, maybe the one with Julia was a bit better because Julia simply stiffed the shit out of her for a little bit. Um, and probably the yeah. Mayu one actually, because Mayu just like commit murder. Um, this is the third best, <laughs> the third best. Um, you know, this was different in that it wasn't just Unagi getting a uh, one sided beatdown, like Siri really left room for Unagi to show a lot of fire. Um, but Siri was just a better wrestler all around at the end of the day, like she was. You know, she was using her MMA expertise to like at the you know get good positions on the mat. She was like slapping Unagi, and when Unagi was hitting her, she was just like, "Come on, like, what are you doing? Like, actually hit me." Um, so they told a good story there of Siri just being like superior in pretty much every way. But Unagi just wouldn't give up, and uh, you know, she lasted twenty minutes in there with Siri before Siri had to knock her out to to get the win. So you know, it was a really good match with a really good flow. Um, Unagi still needs to add some excitement when it comes time for her to take control of a match, but Siri really worked around that really well and uh, helped get get her year to a one of the best singles matches of her career so far. Yeah, relatively, this is a really good match. Um, I I feel like I am always in the business of oh, I want to see Unagi get murdered. Um, and that wasn't this match, so you know I don't want to say I was disappointed, but um, it wasn't as great as a. As you know, her getting dropped on her neck by Mayu, like that was just on another level, bro. But um, this was a, a quite a good match. I thought that Shuri, her her energy that she brought into this match was incredible. Um, the pre-tape, probably one of my favorite quotes like in wrestling now is, um, I'm going to show Unagi Sayaka the strength and fear of professional wrestling. I thought that was like the iciest fucking shit I have ever heard. I was like, I got fucking goosebumps. I was like, oh my god, she's gonna murder. She didn't murder, unfortunately. Well, she kind of did at the end, but get into that in a second. Um, so I was just like that, like that just brought a whole nother vibe to the match where it's like, just felt like this like god amongst amongst women, and she is like, you know could not be outperformed and she was not performed um she out wrestled unagi for like a good 10 minutes like the first 10 minutes of the match um she is simply was a better wrestler unagi got some offense like on the outside and stuff she she um got a little bit of like 
I don't want to say um, like big moves, but like, you know, apron moves, this move there and that. Um, so it got her a little bit more even. Um, Unagi even hit the thank you for your service on Shuri, um, and Shuri did not kick out. She got a rope break on it, um, which was kind of mm-hmm. um, really huge for Unagi to not only protect her finisher, but also to have a visual pin on Shuri. If it was like, an, like I know this is like a cliche in wrestling, but if it was two inches away from the rope, Shuri would have lost, and that's pretty insane. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, then Shuri, yeah, she kicked her a couple times, then she just fucking punt kicked her in the face. Um, and then, you know, Daichi, like on the on impact, Daichi's like, nah, it's over, guys. It's done. We're not, we're not continuing. It's over. Like he didn't even give it a second. Um, but one thing I will say is uh, Saeeda is better than Unagi Sayaka for, for if only one reason is because when, when Shuri punt kicked Saeeda in the face last year, she did not put her her hands up. She just took it. She took it on the fucking dome, and she was out. Unagi did put her hands up. I'm not saying that she shouldn't have put her hands up because you know, protect yourself. Don't don't die, please for the shit. Um, but Saida, fucking goat man. I miss her. Um, she she took it. <laughs> she took it straight to the face, and she just she she said thank you. That's that's exactly what happened. She she took it to the face, no hands up, and said thank you afterwards. It was it was great. It was great. This match was also good. Sorry. Okay, that's good. Yeah, no, I I, re- I quite enjoyed this match. Um, it is on the level of a lot of stuff that we've seen last month because Joshi wrestling just went fucking insane over the past like month, and it's just been delivering like four plus star match of the year contenders like week after week. Um, so this is definitely going to get lost in amongst the pile of, you know, Mia Momono versus Chihiro Hashimoto's and whatever Toki Joshi Pro is doing, but it was it was still a pretty good match that um any stardom fan should definitely go out of the way to see. Um I wanted also, to bring this up. This oh, this sounds weird, okay? And I, I understand hmm. that Suri is not this, but okay. she is booked more like the ace of this promotion than anybody else because it's like oh, yeah. she is presented as better than pretty much everybody like she is like i am going to out wrestle you and there's nothing you can do about it and if you survive with me then you come out looking better um like utami couldn't beat her julia couldn't beat her mayu had to scrape a win against her and like here she just had her way with unagi sayaka but sayaka lasting so long and showing so much fire helped get sayaka over like this is feels like what an ace would do in a promotion and i know siri isn't the stardom ace but it just feels like it is in how her matches are presented. I I don't use this very lightly because, uh, and I think you all know this, I, that I don't use this very lightly. She's got the Kagetsu role and she's very good at it. And not only does she have that, she has it and she isn't retiring anytime soon. So she doesn't have to fucking lose. Like, so she's, she is just a God. Like that's, that's all, that's where we're at right now is that she just is, the god of of stardom where it's like she's she might not be like the the ace so to speak but she is just on she's as i said you know quite quite emphatically she's the final boss of stardom right now and that's pretty fucking dope um and i think if anybody else was going to take that like moniker from from kigetsu in my mind i don't think i would have been okay with it but shuri is very good at it and she's very good at what she does so i i think um it's appropriate to to deem her as such that's fair, actually. Yeah, I think the Kagetsu role is a very good comparison. Um, it's probably better than Ace-like. I just, I don't know, I compared her more to, like, Miyu Yamashita as my direct comparison. 
um, just because I kind of understand Miyu's role a bit more than I did Kagetsu's. Um, yeah, I, I can get definitely get where you're coming from, and it's it helps to have just somebody who is like the measuring stick of the promotion that isn't unbeatable at the same time. Like Siri can lose to people, but still feel like she's better than everyone, which is a really hard trait to have. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was just something I wanted to bring up. After the match, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to talk about the after match because I found yeah, it really funny. So uh, after the match, Shuri just like takes the mic. She looks at Unagi. She's like, "Are you still alive? Are Are you still alive?" And then Unagi has like, "There's no sign of of life." So Shuri just continues talking. She's like, "You know, um, we wrestled a few months ago, and I was like, you need to get better. And then uh, then you you did get better. Um, not you still your arms is too still too short to box with God. I, again, I I really wish that she would just be like, in the words of CM Punk." Your arms are no, whatever. Um, so yeah, she she's basically like you know yeah you're you're good. Um, you're better than you used to be. Um, but you're not as good as me. Sucks to suck. Um, but you have a future of Storm Championship match. Uh, don't don't take this loss lightly. Use it and become future of Storm champion in your challenge. And Mina, who is helping Unagi, uh, you know, just not die in the ring um mina just looks at at shuri as everybody's clapping for unagi to have a good future storm championship win and mina just looks at everybody like man fuck you guys come on i'm right here like really like she's she just sitting there like no 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 she's no, what stop don't say that i'm i'm the future champion you can't say it. that's mean i'm right here and that that was that was the funniest part of of the entire aftermatch um then then Tam and Mina uh, carry Unagi's lifeless body out of the ring. Um, Shuri says that she wants the SWA title to be on a, a higher level than the red belt and the white belt. Um, and she anticipates the return of foreigners so that she can um, continue her, her reign of legacy um, and to continue the SWA legacy on blah, 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 all that shit. But me and you talked about this um, in, in DMs. Obviously, we're, we're talking about a lot of things, but we, we talked about this in DMs a couple of days ago. Um, how do you feel about the idea of the SWA belt being positioned not higher than either of the top two belts, but like on a higher level to where it can be comparable to the other two belts? Because I feel like they were kind of like going for that when they had Julia and Shuri face, um, and then that match was a stinker, and then uh, Shuri just sort of like went back down to just chill um and you know wrestle azumi and momo which is still great fucking defenses but uh so how do you how do you feel about the idea of the swa being elevated a bit um it, it there's nothing wrong with having as many like highly sought after prestigious championships as possible like it just there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with trying to have as many belts as you can feel important um i would worry that there's not really enough talent in stardom to elevate three separate big single titles. But I mean, as long as this belt is on Siri, I feel like she can definitely strive to make it feel as important as they need it to be. Um, and yeah, like it's, it's a good idea to just establish as many of those as you can. Um, obviously this isn't what, you know, we're into this for, but I mean, just as a business move, it just makes the most sense. You can just throw an SWA title match on a show and draw a couple hundred people um so why wouldn't you do that you know why wouldn't you get the title itself over to the point that it becomes a bit of a draw um because at the end of the day the goal is to make as much money as you can and having 
three, you know, prestigious championships is gonna make you more money than having two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Um, I I appreciate. I think the SWA belt. I don't know. I, I the belt looks cool. Um, the like mm-hmm. Shuri with the belt, it's it's a perfect combo. I think that they like they complement each other. Um, like they like Shuri looks good with SWA belt. Uh, and I think that it will always sort of have a certain stink on it of just being the SWA belt. But I think Shuri is definitely doing a good job of um taking that away and making it that it's like oh well the SWA champion has a reasonable shot at just beating the red belt champion at any given point. Like she like I know. We're not talking about this yet, but like Sherry re- realistically could be Utami in in the five star. Um, like that that would not surprise me if if Sherry got a, a pin over Utami. Um, in fact, didn't she beat her in the fucking center? Yeah, like like just the idea that the the SWA champion um is on the same level, if not above the level of certain you know other champions in the company, is definitely a big thing. I feel like um. They're probably trying to elevate all of their belts, and the high-speed belt would also sort of be in that category, but it's um, currently being, you know, sort of stuck with Natsupoi. Um, But I feel like they definitely want uh, there to be less of a big gap between the top, top belt and the bottom, bottom belt, because um, the SW belt and the high-speed belt sort of have, like I said, a sort of stink to them. And I think they are doing a good job at getting that off and making them a bit more um, prestigious, even if it's difficult with, you know, the injuries and whatnot. But that that's a whole nother discussion. We should probably get into the next show. Indeed. Um, I did want to mention though, I feel like uh it needs to be said that Siri after this match said that, you know, uh I told Unagi after her trial series finished that she had to crawl up to my level and she has already grown. Uh she hasn't grown enough to beat me, but she has grown. Um so once again, if you are not paying attention, Stardom has told you, I don't know how many times now, Unagi Sayaka is important. Um, this was just another one of those. You had Siri herself be like, you, you are very good. You have grown in the space of a couple of months. You aren't as good as me, but you are very good. Um, so, people who are telling me Mina is has more upside, you are wrong. Starting Wait, what? Wait, cooking. people say yeah. that? I've had people tell me that. Look, I'm not, it's, I'm it's not, their opinion. I'm not it's even their a opinion. Mina uh, that's what I mean. Is that's like I don't dis like I I I'm fine with Mina. I don't have any disrespect towards her. But it's like if we're talking upside. Like I I prefer Mina over Unagi on most days. I'm not even gonna lie. But like I don't know, man. Like that's just that's just wrong. Stardom is clearly <laughs> pushing Unagi. Not yeah. Mina. Like they've yeah. told us I don't know how many times that Unagi is more important to them. Like I said. You know? Like I said. I really wish Shuri said um. Your arms are too short to box with God. You're like the rock, you know. What I mean, I'm I'm CM Punk, so it's like you know, you're it, it's tough, but you know, it happens. <laughs> you're still the rock, though, so you're cool. Indeed. Um. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Um. Because again, like, look, not paying attention. Stardom has told you, Unagi is winning either the red belt or the white belt, maybe both in the next like three Shut years. Up. No, um, no, no, so... no, 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 no. One of them is enough. One is enough. Like, <laughs> fair one is yeah. one is more than enough <laughs> um but yeah that's that show uh the next show to partially review is uh for was from hamamatsu this was on july 11th uh started with 354 fans so this um didn't look into this as meant to but i feel like they've had more uh consecutive shows where they've drawn like over 300 people than they ever have because it feels like they're on a real stretch of doing really good crowds um, over the past little while, um, but I haven't really looked into it because 
have been busy. Uh, you know, co-running a website is not is not easy uh, these days. But um, yeah, the opener of this show was uh, Micah versus Mina Shirakawa. They wrestled to a 15-minute draw. Uh, I watched this earlier today. It was completely fine. Um, Micah, Micah's really good. Uh, I, I don't know who needs to hear this. Micah is really good. Uh, she was really good at everything in this match. And Mina, to her credit, was, you know, trying. And uh, she definitely didn't drag this match down at all. But I just feel like this almost felt like a carbon copy of Siri versus Janagi, but just wasn't as good. You know, like they had a similar dynamic. And, you know, in the length, it obviously had a similar kind of pattern with, you know, starting out with grappling and then escalating and having your finishing stretch. Um, so, you know, it wasn't bad by any means, but I feel like it never really excited me all that much. Um, and it, it annoyed me a little bit that, like, Micah was like, oh, yeah, Mina, you're the big boob girl in her pre-match interview. <laughs> and then throughout oh, the match God. proceeded to touch Mina's boobs. Like, there was, you know, like when they, like when they're doing the the collar and elbow tie-up and they, like, yeah. go into the ropes and the referee's like, okay, break, break. And usually they, like, slap the chest. Um, Micah just, like, reached out and grabbed Mina instead. Micah is so weird, bro. Like, okay, mm-hmm. like, like that, like, like, I know this has just been building up for a while. Like, not this specifically, but just the, the Micah is weird conversation. She is, she is the, the female Max cast. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Um, no, but she's, she's a weird, she's, she's weird. And it's, it's usually pretty funny. Um, this seems like it might've breached on a little bit too much. Um, but it's Micah, so nobody will care. Uh, but you know, it's it's it, it, she's 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 a weird, she's a different type of cat. Let's put it that way. She is, yeah. I just I felt like when she did it the first time, I was like, all right, yeah, get your get your yooks in. Then she did she did it like two or three more times where she like focused the move on Mina's boob, and I was like, man, I'm tired. Like, can we just let Mina be a wrestler? I know this is like her gimmick going back to Tokyo Joshi Pro. I'm pretty sure she doesn't care. But I feel like I would just rather her be a wrestler than be the big boob girl. Because I just don't care. Like I just want to see her have good matches. I do not care what size her bra is. I genuinely do, do not know what a H-cup even is. So just wrestle, please. Um, well, I mean, okay, so so an it, no. it's, what, it's, what? it's one... It, it's, one size bit like never mind i'm not even gonna i'm not it's it's gonna incriminate me a lot so i'm not gonna say i was gonna make a joke uh but yeah i get that um i i don't know i i still just kind of find it funny um it's it once it, it sometimes it's a bit much but i i still just find it very funny also they haven't really played into it too much over the past year or so so i sort of like uh, like it's they do it once in a while where it's like, oh, look at you, 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 you have big boobs. Look at that's funny. Like, and that, like, I don't really care that much because it, it doesn't happen as frequently as it did when she first got to stardom. Um, and even then I was just sort of like, this is kind of weird, but go off, I guess. Uh, so I'm not as, as anti it. Also, I'm never going to watch this match. Um, in fact, I might watch it now just to see how ludicrous um, the, the spots are, but otherwise I probably wouldn't have watched it. So it's like, I, I, again, I don't really care, but I definitely get what you mean. That's like it's not really necessary at all to do any of this. <laughs> like, but they 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 keep yeah. doing it, so you know, it is what it is. Yeah, 
I think this time what annoyed me was that Mina just like didn't like it. You know what I mean? Like usually Mina is in on the joke, but this time she was like very much like do not touch me. And I was like, yeah, that's just not comfortable. Like what are you doing here? You know, like why are we doing this? Yeah. Um so, you know, I I think there was a lot that just made me go, you know what? I'm tired. Like I'm not going to like get mad or anything. It's just like I just would rather have this have been straight up match um where mina's boobs were not the, the centerpiece of of micah's attention but i can't really do anything to change that and uh i'm sure mina doesn't care so micah micah is a creep micah is a weirdo um i don't know what she's doing here she does not belong here um i'm not going to say the rest of the, uh, the rest of the lyrics of creep by radiohead but that's that's my, it's that's very my repetitive input. but i'm glad yeah, it is it is yeah that's my input that's fair. Um, that was the only match I watched on this show. Uh, there's only two of them up so far, so there wasn't really much else we could do. Um, the next match on the show, though, was Siri beating Lady C and Utami Hayashishta in a three-way match. Um, based on the reports, uh, this was exactly as we predicted, where Siri and Utami were like, uh, yes, I don't like you, let's wrestle. And Lady C was just there like, hey, hey, remember me. And then she takes the fall. I think she got submitted, um, but I can't yeah. really remember. Um, the next match on the show then was Julia surprisingly beaten Saki Kashima. Um, I thought Saki would revival Julia, but nope, Julia wins. Um, so yeah, that's that. I know there I was something mentioned about Saki this, but probably... I honestly can't remember. Oh, what was it? Because uh, I, I do oh, remember yes. that. She well. she reversed the uh, revival yeah. into the Stealth Viper, which she used for like a month when she came here and then forgot to use as finish ever and has now seemingly remembered. Yeah, yeah, she only uses it, like, in the long matches when she needs to drain out time, and so she just sits in it for, like, six minutes. Um, I, she, I think she did that in, in the Julia, uh, in the Julia-Shuri match, um, where she was just in the Stealth Viper forever. Besides the point, um, yeah, I think probably Saki beats Julia in the five-star. Um, she gets a revival. I, I think that would be, that would be a good way to, you know, give Julia a loss, because I... I don't know. Like I'm sort of starting. Five stars, five star. I I won't I won't divulge. Um, but yeah, I I think um it's probably a good match. I I enjoy a good. I don't know. It depends on how long it went actually, because Saki and Julia. I don't know about that. It was eleven minutes. Oh, that was probably fine then. Yeah. Um, the next match on the show then was Tam Nakanu and Unagi Sayaka wrestling Kagama and Mayu Utani to a time limit draw. Uh, we kind of predicted this beforehand. Um, this seems to be how Stardom builds up tag teams. They give them a draw with an established team, and then they win a few other matches. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Tam and Unagi either challenge for the Goddess belts or just straight up win Tag League and uh, win the belts off of Julia and Siri because I feel like the Cosmic Angels are the next holders of the, the tag belts. Man. I feel <laughs> like the Cosmic like. Like I know that like I'm the resident Kozen hater, blah blah blah. But it's like they they getting too many belts. Like I'm 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 like the rest of the roster outside of DDM is malnourished with belts. Like please, any belt, any belt. Like except for the red belt. That literally every belt is is DDM or fucking uh Cosmic Angels. So please, like anything, like a crumb. A crumb of <laughs> like a like Momoas have been the best tag team for like a year and a half. I'm the belt. Actually, I honestly think Aphrodite might win the tag belts. 
I'm I'm not even I'm not even joking. I think that they might take it. Uh, but that's besides the point. We will get to that. I keep segueing. Let's just let's just yes. rock on. Alright, um, so the main event of the show was the Queen's Quest team of Azumi, Momowatanabe, and Sai Kamatani beating the Uedo Tai team of Konami, Uraka, and Starlight uh-huh. Kid. Uh, this went 15 minutes, and uh, Queen's Quest won. Queen's Quest are getting a bit of momentum on their side uh, based on these two shows, but uh, people will probably still say that they're getting buried. Um, but you know, we don't listen to those people. But that is our review done already. Um, record time there, huh? I, I don't appreciate that last comment you had. I, I was just saying that I want Queen's Quest to have a belt, and you're like, well, people always complain. Like, they, shut the fuck up. Come on. I want I, <laughs> I, I, I think it's fair to be like, oh, I think that Momo should win a tag belt, or I think Azubi should win the high-speed belt back, or I think Momo there, should win a belt. A difference. There's a difference between what I said and what you said. It's okay to want them to win belts, but I just, you know, there's a bit of a, bit of hand-wringing sometimes that, that, that uh, Queen's Quest are kind of and losing all the time and i'm just like i don't i don't think so like i don't i don't know um but yeah that was just i don't know shooting from the hip comment yeah exactly (laughs) um my dog does not like shooting from the hip give me a second oh damn okay (laughs) actually you can go on um she should be fine but go on okay cool um we're gonna have an on-air production meeting um do you want to preview just uh the upcoming two shows and the marvelous stuff or do you want to do uh the two hokkaido events as well whatever you want do you like do we have it in us to preview four shows and not go two hours uh probably i think so i think we're i think we could do it are you sure because we we would have to talk about like six title matches so oh when is the hokkaido show hokkaido is the middle of next week Next, like I... Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, no, that's up to you. Let's just do two, and then we'll preview the marvelous stuff. Okay. And then we'll we'll record early next week. Okay. That should hopefully right, work. Cool. Yes. Okay. On air production meeting over. We're like voices are wrestling. Uh, when I used to listen to them, they do that a lot. <laughs> I don't know if they still do. I barely listen because Joe Lanza annoys me. So. You gonna keep that in? <laughs> Uh, I'm sure Joe Lanza is not listening, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, the first show to preview is on the 17th. Uh, this is the event in the Takadanobaba in Tokyo. Um, in the opener, we have Azumi versus Starlight Kid versus Hina. Um, so Azumi and Kid will uh, renew their kind of recently renewed grudge. I, I use the word renew a lot there, but um, yeah, presumably one of either Kid or Azami will win here just to get one up on the other. I'm all about Azumi dubs. Um, Azumi should win. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, the next match on the show then is uh, Lady C and Tam Nakano against Kagama and Hanan. Uh, this would be pretty interesting. I feel like Tam could pin... Hanan, that would make sense, but they might just yeah. have uh, Kagama beat Lady C or something. Oh, so, yeah. I, yeah, you know what? I don't think they're giving Lady C. I don't think they're. I think Lady C gets her first win with DDM at some point. I don't think that she gets it with Tam. So I think probably Lady C takes the pin. Fair enough. Because I feel like uh, they're the building match. that DDM win. You know what I mean? Like they've been yeah, talking about it like constantly. That's true. 
Um, the next match on the show is the Queen's Quest team of Mum Watanabe, Utami Harshishta, and Sayaka Matani against the Donna Del Mondo group of Julia, Siri, and Micah. Uh, that'd be pretty Ooh. good. That's probably going to a draw. Uh, let's be honest here. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably, yeah. It's going to be very good, though. Like, no yeah, game. I mean, it's 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 classic DDM versus, you know, not so classic uh, Queen's Quest, but still uh, probably uh, just it's queen's quest so like you know yeah <laughs> probably like the 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 queen's quest like b or c team but it is still better than like most other factions a team <laughs> exactly yeah that's what i was gonna say it's like well they're not the a team uh there may be the b, b c but it's like still it's like i mean it's, it's queen's quest come on now indeed um in the next match on this show uh the future of stardom championship is on the line when mina shirakawa defends against unagi saka uh, presumably unagi walks away with the win here um, I don't see any reason to continue with Mina's title reign because if she wins here, then she basically has to vacate because there are no other title matches scheduled uh, for her defense uh, period. Sorry, I was taking a swig of cream soda. Yeah, um, Unagi <laughs> wins. That's, that I was... I'm not. I do. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to watch this one. Might watch it if I hear. Actually, no, I probably won't watch it if I hear good things, because then I'll watch it, and it'll be way worse than I expect. So I probably just am not going to watch it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, I don't... I don't know. I, I I just... I feel like this renders the whole tournament pointless if, oh, if Nagi just gets it back. Like, I just... I don't 100%. know. I don't know why you keep them in 50-50. Just have Unagi win the match at, on the big stage. But, you know, look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't... Okay. It, it could be that they project Mina to just not win any belts for a long time, um, and they wanted to give her a belt, uh, like a reign in stardom before, like you know, she retires in a few years, and they're like, yeah, you're probably not gonna win anything <laughs> else ever again, so might as well give you something. Uh, that would be really shitty, and like I'm not even a big Mina fan, but that'd be really shitty if that was the sole reason. But I could definitely see Rossi sort of just being like that. It's like, here's a bone. You're never gonna win ever again. <laughs> I mean, she's already part of, like, a record-breaking artist of Stardom title reign. I don't know how much more you could want. Um, yeah, that's true. But I don't know. I don't book this shit, so... I forget um, that the artist belts exist, because... They clearly, when you were like, oh, yeah, moved. she's never going to win another belt. Like, this is her only one. And I was like... Okay, singles belt, singles belt. I was, I was more talking about singles belt, but, yeah, right. really true. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Um... Next match on the show then is the match. It's uh, Mayu Utani versus Saki Kashima, Konami, Ina, Raka, and Fukigen Death, and a one-on-five uh, handicap match. Uh, are they still called handicap matches? Is that like allowed? <laughs> yes, yes, it's called a handicap okay. match. All right, okay. Cause, no, because like that's like an insult in Ireland. I don't know if it's the same over there, but like here, no, that's like a bad word. Like you, it's like. I mean, right. like, okay. you don't call people, yeah, it's, I mean, like, it, yeah, no, it's not like a, it's not like a, I get what you mean, but no, it's it, it's a handicap match. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, the uh, overthrop rules are in, um, are in use in this match, so you can, basically, Mayu could just, like, throw them all over the top rope and win. Um, yeah, if Mayu wins, then... What the stipulation says is that she gets Starlight Kid back. There's obviously there's only two ways this could go, uh, the, but 
either Mayu is going to go full John Cena and just like destroy them and get Kid back, which would be very, very funny. And I am no, I'm not like joking. I would love it so much if she just like went beast mode. It would, it would work way better than like, I think even on paper, like, cause if you think about it, who can't she beat in, in a way to tie, she can beat everybody. And Konami and Saki, Konami. she, Konami, she can just throw over the rope. Like it's very That's simple. Fair. Like the only the only person that poses a true threat is Saki, and yeah. that that's probably what's going to gonna come down to is Saki and, and Mayu. Um, she's probably going to throw Konami over the rope and pin or throw the rest of them over the rope pretty easily. Like that's that's why I see it coming down to is Saki and 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 Mayu. Uh, if Mayu does simply win, oh man, that would be fucking great. Like it, it would just mm-hmm. be like I would just love that. Like that then my just like, you know what, I'm done. I'm done being in my slump. I just beat everybody in this damn faction. So uh I, I win. Um I think that'd be great. Probably not gonna happen. I see it as um Starlight Kid probably like hits her with the chair, then Saki revivals her and away to tie wins. That's probably what I think happens. Yeah, I mean, I said this when uh, we first discussed this match. It feels like it's made for uh, the next kind of big storyline beat in Starlight Kid's heel run, um, you know, just to make her seem all that more evil uh, ahead of kind of the, her title match and the uh, GP. You know, as much as I think it would be very funny for Mayu to just destroy away to tie and win her back, uh, I, I don't think they would have her debut new gear and new music and all that sort of stuff and then just go right back to, to stars. Unless she keeps the gear and music, I wouldn't be opposed to uh, her kind of being an interesting kind of one out of stars like that, but um, I, I feel like it would make a lot of what's happened recently redundant. Um, yeah. Like I said, I, I wish they saved this for the end of the year because it would yeah. just, like, you know, because then it would be, like, in question. It's like, oh, well, maybe it's time that she goes back. Um, But there's no, like, she shouldn't go back right now because that wouldn't really do anything for anybody. Um, I think in six months, maybe she should go back. But, like, I don't know. I, I just wish they held off on it, as I keep saying. But I'm sure it'll be a fun match. I'm sure Mayu um, will look decent. Um, in it, and I think that Mayu definitely needs a match to look good in, even though it's it's mostly you know undercard, uh, you know three pretty easy wins and probably one over the top. So, like I, I don't I don't see it as like I don't know. It's pro- it probably is just going to be an elevation of Starlight Kid type thing where it's like oh yeah. Kid did this, but I think Mayu going Super Cena would be great. Good. Um, I think the only thing that puts doubt in my mind is that with Natsuko Tora out they might just send Kid back because I feel like the dynamic between Tora and Kid was the main interest of her in a way to tie. Yeah. With Tora gone, it's kind of like, well, all right then, <laughs> you know? You know, um, I, I think that might be where my hesitance with Kid is right now. It's because it feels like the big selling point was Natsuko and Kid because, like, Natsuko was sort of, like, the, you know, the purveyor of everything and now kid is just sort of like there and it's like she looks cool but like as a part of Oedotai it just feels like oh she's another baddie in Oedotai like it, I don't know maybe it's just because Oedotai is sort of in rough shape without Natsuko because Natsuko's really was holding down the fort very well um but I, I think that might be where my hesitation comes in with kid uh and I definitely get what you mean that maybe they do just send her back um but I I don't think that they would send her back that quickly still yeah, that that's fair. I think all I mean, the like, logic points to to her staying in a way to tie. 
like the five star like is not inconsequential but it's like whether she's a face or a heel it doesn't really matter it's a tournament you know what i mean like outside of doing like shady things to get wins here and there like it doesn't really like there's not a ton of like oh there's gonna be you know faction movements and and this and that and title changes it's like it's a tournament it's sort of like a buffer zone where it's like it's all good stuff but it's not like um storyline you know like insane you you get what i mean that's like it's sort of like a buffer zone i don't think that she needs to be a face or a heel during this time so i would just leave it for at least the next couple months it's fair um well with that we are on to the next show uh which i will now oh yes so this is uh on july 18th uh this is in tochigi um in the opener we have mina shirakawa and lady c against azumi and sayakamitani uh, again, I predict a win for the Queen's Quest team, but it is definitely interesting to see Lady C uh, with the Cosmic Angels again. Yeah, um, Azumi and Kamatani are probably the least common tag team in Queen's Quest, so I'm excited to see that. Um, yeah, good time. Indeed. Fair enough. Uh, the next match on the show is Julia versus Hina. Um, Julia's going to win. Uh, that could be fun. See, I, I don't know. I feel like Julia and Hina might not gel because they kind of Julia's more of a, like, a, a striker brawler kind of thing whereas yeah. he is like let's grapple and do judo stuff so I, I don't know how that is going to work I have a feeling that it'll probably end up with just Julia beating the shit out of her and then probably Hina Hopefully. doing like one judo throw and then Julia being like nah I'm going to northern lights the shit out of you and that's it <laughs> yeah um, the next match on the show then is Tam Nakano and Unagi Saka against Saki Kashima and Roka. Um, Tam and Unagi probably win. I mean, if they're going to draw with um, Ayu and Kagama, they might as well beat the Uwetai team with Roka. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, the next match then is oh, this is a spicy one. Uh, Mom Watanabe and Utami Hayashishita versus Siri and Micah. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's, yeah. Royal Peach Tree, Royal Peach Tea, uh, mm-hmm. the True Hearts against against Sherry and, and that's insane. Actually, that's a really good match. Why? Wait, what's the main event? Is that is that the Star, Wonder of Storm match? Uh, no. So just what a, is it? A, it's a Stars and Why? Tie tag. Why? <laughs> Why? Like that's one thing. Like I know that like match cards don't really matter, but it's like sometimes they just give like the most random like huge matches and it's like, oh yeah, it's the second match of the card. It's like really? Like obviously this isn't the second match, but it's like definitely should be the main event here. Cause like that's a fucking big match, but it'll probably go to draw. Um or Micah pins Momo, Momo pins Micah, I could see that, but uh, otherwise, like I don't really see much coming out of it. Yeah, I think the reason to put this in the semi-main and not the main event is that the main events, I believe, have a longer time limit. Um, so putting this here allows them to just do a 15-minute draw as opposed yeah, to true. like a 20 or 30-minute draw, whatever the time limit is for, for main events. That's true. That's that's true. That's pretty true. That's that's pretty true. Yeah, that's true. Well, actually, yeah. apparently uh, the match order is undecided for this show. I just read that oh. little note there. So you never know. This might be the main event. Um, Who knows? Yeah, should yeah. be. Plus, I think that. I think a big thing a big thing about it is just that like theoretically, Starlight Kid might be in a way to tie, and she might not be in a way to tie. So everything mm-hmm. might change in this in these cards. So you know, 
that's true actually yeah um so speaking of that uh presumed main event it is uh the stars trio against the Oeda Thai team of rena konami and starlight kid um Stars probably wins that one uh considering we're both predicting a to tie to get the win the night before um and a way to tie could probably do with a win here um i know yeah. arena is right there though so i guess she could take a fall and it wouldn't really matter but uh, i feel like konami or kid might just pin hanan i don't know i feel like i feel like they like to give hanan wins over arena when they can so i can see that happening i guess yeah that that kind of makes sense um so wait and see though that is that show um same run of preview it's not a full show it's a stardom's participation in the marvelous corkin on the 19th um the first match involving stardom talent is mio momono and starlight kid versus meiho shizuki and azami um, i'm quite interested to see how this plays out you know you would think mio momono would win given that she is basically the de facto ace in the absence of takumi roha although takumi is obviously coming back on this show um, which he's been presented as kind of the 1B um, in Takumi's absence. So Mio's team should probably win. Um, but, you know, Azami could pin Starlight Kid any, at any point, really. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really sure. Uh, my guess is that Mio and Kid win, but um, I don't really know. Yeah, I, dude, I'm just excited to see Mio and Azumi wrestle. Like, that is, that is a dream. Like the best wrestler in the world right now versus my favorite wrestler in the world right now. Um, that is a fucking like, even and Starlight kid's great. Mayo Suzuki's amazing. Like, don't get me wrong there, but it's like, that's just like a, wow, that's perfect. I'm so excited for that. Uh, I do think Mia winning would probably make sense. Uh, I, I she'd probably pin may. I don't know if they would give her a win over Azumi though. I think her pinning Azumi would also be pretty interesting. Uh, I, I yeah, I think Mia winning would be pretty cool. Um, cause I don't I don't see May and May and um Azumi winning. So that's fair. Um, I, I just I just hope it doesn't end up being like entirely Starlight Kid and Azumi paired off and Mayo Suzuki and and Momono paired off, cause that would be so lame. Like I mean, obviously there were great pairings anyway, but like that would be so lame. I'd be like, why? Um, so hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, because like realistically, if this was like a, a like full fledged match, this could be easily match of the year. Because like Mio Momono just like fucking shits out matches of the year every fucking week. So if this is like on any sort of Mio Momono level, fucking match of the year candidate. So I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, I feel like the only way they could really drag this down is if Mio and Kid are like an odd pairing. Because I mean, obviously Kid is presumably going to be in her heel form in this match yeah. so it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays off of Mew. um but I, I i would assume marvelous wouldn't play into that too much uh they they just probably want a good match for their show um yeah, so they, they probably won't have much i, I imagine i imagine there's like a bit of it where Mew's was like well okay i guess he was kind of Okay, but then again, like, Kid said on Twitter that it's like, oh, I've always wanted to team with Mio Momono, so it's like, I assume that there's going to be a certain level of cohesion there, you know, even if she's being a bad guy, but that's just, you know, tweets don't really mean shit, so who knows. Yeah, maybe Mio just, like, is a bit evil for once, because we are all waiting for... Oh, like, dude, that'd be funny. ...troll Mio Momono, because that'll be the best yeah. thing ever, because um, she is a goblin, but... um. 
yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I think there could be some interesting outcomes, especially if Mio is the one to get a pin, um, which you would think she is, how well she's been pushed in, in Marvelous recently. Um, she is also half of the Santa Girls Tag Team Champions, so, you know, there's there's a lot of cachet there. She could really pin either May or Azami, and I don't think it would hurt either of them. But, um, it's that match. Uh, both looking forward to that, because obviously four really good wrestlers. Like, when Starlight Kid is, like, probably the worst wrestler in a match, you know it's going to be very good, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, the other match involving stardom talent is Mayu Iwatani versus Rin Katakura. Um, this is really nice, because Rin obviously has mentioned a few times that Mayu is, like, her idol, and, like, one of the reasons she got into wrestling. Um, so her getting a singles match here with Mayu in Marvelous is uh, really, really sweet. Um, I think this could be really good. I think if this is one of those, and I, I, I mentioned this to Scott, it's like, look at it, and the tag match jumps off the paper a lot more, just, like, eyeballing yeah. it. Rin and Mayu are, like, really, really good and could just, like, blow away every other match on this card, you know? Because they're both great. Oh, true. 100%. Um, but you, 100%. like, your eyes would obviously go to, like, the, the tag match and be like, oh, that's, like, the best match. But then, like, Mayu and Rin could easily just, like, blow it away and, you know, you, most people wouldn't expect it. Yeah, I, I think that's probably be a really good match. I imagine Mayu wins. Uh, hmm. unless Unless they... I don't think Marvelous really does time limits or draws or... I mean, they do, but it's, like, not really, like, a thing. Um, as much of a thing as Stardom, I should say, because Stardom loves their draws. They're smart with them. To, to, yeah, exactly. Like, they do them, but they're very smart with them. Um, however, if... The, yeah, they might do a draw, because I imagine that, like... Mayu was going to see something in Rin and be like, hey, come to the five-star. Like, that's, you know, perfect. Because, um, I mean, like... Like I was, like we've been saying forever, it's like the the op, the options for the five star X is pretty much Takumi, uh, Mio, May, and most likely Rin. So Rin probably gets gets that X spot in um the the blue block. So or red, I, I don't fucking remember. Um, blue. Yeah. So in the in the blue block. So I imagine that. Like, they have a really good match, and, you know, Rin gets a lot out of Mayu, and Mayu gets a lot of Rin, and they it's pretty even. So I imagine that will lead up to Mayu offering Rey, or Rin the spot. I'm fucking out of it at this point. Oh, <laughs> it's fair. Rin the spot in the, in the five-star. I think that's probably how it goes. I imagine it'd be a great match, because Mayu is great, and I feel like Mayu in a Marvelous setting is probably going to be amazing as well. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I mean, she brought her A-game last time she was in Marvelous, and it was pretty good. Um, so I imagine it would be the same here. And to be honest, Rin has been having a really good year. Um, she's like a double champion. Uh, she has the Wave Tag Belts and the Sendai Tag Belts. She had that really good match with Asuka there like a month or two ago that barely anybody talks about, but like that was really good. I think more of that She won her block and catch the wave, didn't she? She did, yeah. She was a finalist. Yeah. She was the runner-up in, in catch the wave. Um, so yeah, like she's having a really good year, kind of under the radar almost, and I feel like her and Mayu could easily put on a great match um, here, just based on the fact that Rin had a great match with Asuka, and I mean, if you can have a great match with Asuka, then you can have it with Mayu, because they're two of the best going right now, so you know, yeah. I feel like there's a high ceiling for this one, uh, definitely. But yeah, I feel like after the match, I like Mayu probably wins, um, but Rin puts in like a really spirited effort, and then... Mayu likely invites Rin to uh, compete in the GP unless maybe Mio pins Azami and gets the spot. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I feel like that's Rin, kind of what I was thinking. 
Yeah, I feel like Rin gets the spot because she's easier to book. Like, Mio has to be put at a certain level that Stardom might not want to have her at, given the blue block is, like, full of some of Stardom's biggest and most pushed talents. Um, yeah. And Marvelous might be like, yeah, we don't really want Mio losing, like, four matches uh, in your tournament, so no thanks. Uh, so, yeah, Rin is obviously just the easier one to book, um, even though May would be incredible. Mio, sorry. Dude, I think if Mio got the spot in the five star obviously i don't think she is but if she got the spot in the five star i don't think there would be like a question about wrestler of the year because like dude like i know i know i talk about it obviously uh, constantly and um this is a star podcast so it's not really the place for it but mio momino is just on such another fucking level man like she like her consistency is insane i think that's what separates her from like other wrestlers because like i think utami um Probably like big match for big match, probably has the best year of anybody in wrestling. Jesus Christ, sorry. Um, she probably has the best, like she's had the best year of you know big matches and just like her 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 ceiling is extremely extremely high. But so is Mio's, so so is Momino's. But her her like quality is consistently up there. You know what I mean? And not saying Utami has sh- shitty matches, but like it fluctuates a lot more. Momino just doesn't have like mid matches ever. It feels like, um, partially because you know they aren't really easy to find if they are mid. But you, you get what I mean. She's just incredible. So I think her in the five star would probably be like the greatest thing ever. Um, but I think Rin the five star also really works. She can sort of serve the same purpose as she did in the AEW tournament, where she's just a really good wrestler who you know like she doesn't have to win, but she definitely shows that she's incredible at wrestling. Um, and she's a good hand and all that good stuff. Uh, and she gets a little bit more um, you know, notoriety, and I think she deserves that. Indeed. Um. Yeah, that's uh, that's everything as far as I know. Um, we're going to stop here. Uh, we will be back early next week uh, because Starting is running next Wednesday and Thursday, so we'll probably record on Monday after the Marvelous show, uh, which I don't think is live for some reason, um, which is very upsetting. I did want to see Takumi's come back live and in, you know as it happens, but isn't that isn't the case. Um, but we will be back after that show happens we'll talk about it regardless of whether we get to see it or not and talk about obviously whoever it is that gets into the five star presuming it happens on this show and then we'll be back to preview uh four shows <laughs> when we do that next week because starting's running two midweek shows on Hokkaido, and they're running sendai and Corkin uh all in the space of the that seven days so Fun times. Uh, we're in for we're in for a real treat with the show going forward because there's so much shit to, to talk about. Like obviously the GP is going to be insane. Um, so you know, strap in, right? Yeah, a perfect time to start start a, a job, right? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I hate my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Mood. All right. Well, uh, you have <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I, just, oh, I don't know where to take it from here. Like, I know, yeah. yeah. That's my bad, um, but yeah. You know, I said this like last week or the week before as well, but we will actually be back uh, soon as well with the uh, next episode of Victory Through Guts. It is, uh, yeah. as we mentioned, an FMW special. We're recording that tomorrow. So look forward to that one dropping. Uh, probably not long after this does. 
with that, it's time to close the show because we've been talking forever and both Dylan and I just want to go to bed. So uh, if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.